0: In my business, there is only one place, and that's to be a winner. Wash your hands, wash your butt, man, that's it.
1: Well, I felt like Spongebob for a minute, right? They said, hey, Dad, let's make a
0: TikTok. You know, there's times where you make plays that are special, and there's some times where you're like, that's pretty fucking good. Mercedes Lewis here, a.k.a. Big Dog, 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 dog. and we listen to the Poor Man's Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. Good night, man. I'm so
1: excited. Let's roll. Let's, let's roll. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers Podcast, the number one Packers Podcast in the state of our minds. I am Spencer Sismanowicz, joined as always with Kyle Trukowski. Kyle. Hello. And happy Election Day, Kyle. Kyle, we were just talking about it briefly here. Well, Let's get it out. Who'd
0: I vo- vote. Who'd you vote for today? I vote to terminate the contract of Mike Petton. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I you know, I really hate like I, I'm not a, you know, I hate I don't like the sky is always falling type of fan where it's like one bad thing, fire everybody, fire this person, cut this person. So it 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 takes a lot for me to get to that point. You know, with that being said, I think I'm at that point where I would prefer if we no longer are employing the services <laughs> Of Mike Patton
1: yeah it's
0: this is because it's it's a man's livelihood it's a man's job we're talking about sure but it, this is obviously a little unique because you know their their paychecks set them set them off pretty well to where they they can they He's, can handle the job search yeah
1: I think I I don't think we have to worry about uh, Mike Petton's life after <laughs> after football with the Green Bay Packers but no t- to your point this week has been the thought I've had more Uh, Than anything else regarding the Green Bay Packers is, man, I have, like, dumb Packer fan brain all week where I'm like, oh, we got to make moves. Oh, we got (laughs) to fire people. And it's like, this is the last thing. But it's to the point now where it's like, God, it's been the same song and dance for 15 years or whatever under, you know, under the regime. I get it. And it's usually right. But... Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it more. I don't know if you guys remember the Packers lost, uh, twenty eight to twenty two. The Vikings. Very
0: deceiving score. Very
1: deceiving score. We'll have a lot of. This is probably going to be a really negative episode, but shh, you know, more power to you for listening. It'll be fun. We
0: we try to like we always try to you know say hey, we're still good. And after, we are after we losses, are. and we are. But man, it it's it's that a, revealed a lot. It's a prolonged Sunday. good.
1: It's once again. It's like pulling the curtains back. Like ah. One playoff win and then we're done. You know, <laughs> yes. let's, It's kind of like reassuring of that. But yeah, on this episode, we will have a very optimistic episode, like I said, of course. Uh, we'll have pick six. We'll break down the top six plays that shaped the loss at Lambeau against the Vikings. We'll break down the offense and defense. After that, we'll talk about the trade deadline, which mm. was, you know, all the rage uh, this week. After the game, we'll have a little, you know, the very flexible Whatever of the week. This week it is gatekeeping Packer people of the week. Yeah. After that, we'll have is Colin Idiot slash Stump spinny Then we'll have a preview of what can only be a really fun game in San Francisco. So starting things off, pick six. Pick
0: six. Pick six. Pick six. Pick six.
1: Yeah! All right. Well, the six plays that shaped the game, a really fun game. Uh, who's going first, Kyle? Are you going uh, first? I'll go
0: first. Uh, first drive of the game, Packers got the ball first. Uh, they're moving the ball. It's looking good. It's looking fun. Um, and a little bit of a snag. A little bit of a little snagger. bit of a snag. Fourth down, Come up on fourth down. They run a little uh, PA boot, which looked good. And Rogers had to do a typical Rogers thing and completely contort his body and make a. On on the money throw. I mean he was a little high for Sternberger. <laughs> uh good
1: good enough. Though. But I mean when yeah. you
0: look at the release point and the way he had to release it, it's like you can't ask for much more from a quarterback. And Jace thankfully hand caught it. It was beautiful mm-hmm. right in the hands and turned turned around, got upfield, and yeah, and eventually went and punched in the end zone to go up seven zero. So yeah, the first drive made you think, all right, seven for seven now. Yep. Se- or, yes, seven yeah, seven yep. for seven on seven opening drives so in the game. And yeah it, it it was all all signs going forward and it looked looked good but. it's
1: it was uh and we'll obviously get into it later when we talk about the tight ends but it was a good tight end game overall for as much as people do you know bitch about not having enough weapons it does seem like you know not the wide receiver position but we're pretty we're looking pretty good at the tight end spot and jace had a really solid game Seems to
0: be turning a corner
1: yep seemed to be turning a corner like you were saying there that the ball was on point or it was good enough. Yes, it was good enough. But it was one of those balls where if it were EQ or MVS, eh, Geronimo Allison, yeah, eh, then it's probably 0-0 after our first drive. Yeah, but it was one of those that started to set set the pace. And the offense did move pretty well in the first half, be it we only had the two possessions. But moving on, the next play, one left in the first quarter. The Packers are up 7-0. Third and eight, and this was the beginning of what the rest of the game shaped up to be for the defense. Mm-hmm. Delvin Cook catches a screen pass behind the line. Uh, Will Redman over well, for three yards behind the line of scrimmage <laughs> At least. Will Redman over-pursues, completely misses him. Cook cuts it up and picks up the first down, The I believe, on the next play. Very next play. Very next play. Scored the touchdown, but that kind of set the pace for what the defense was going to be. Missed tackles, being in the wrong spot, all that, and Delvin very, Cook obviously very being passive
0: on defense, um, a, a passive play call, and then like like I mentioned, to you if they get that stop there, holding the fourth and yeah, five exactly. plus six plus, I don't think that's four down territory. They either punt it or kick a field. I don't think they would have kicked the field goal, but
1: no, they were well, they were pretty close. Were, I think they, they might at have gone for 40, it, but either way, 35. it completely it completely
0: reshapes completely the game. reshapes the game. They can. Packers can go down and go up two possessions right away, and yeah, that just was a miserable play to watch.
1: Yeah, and then Kirk's Kirk's throwing the ball if that happens, which
0: oh, don't even get me started. I mean, we'll get it, there. it it brings me
1: back to like the Niners game last year. Our episode, the last episode from last year, which if you want, you could go back and listen to that. If you listen to what we talk about after the game breakdown, it's pretty much exactly what we're going through this week. But in that in that episode, he kept saying eight, eight. Oh cause yeah, it's yeah. Because Jimmy G only threw it eight times and in this game Kirk only threw it. I was gonna say, times. like, it's
0: the one silver lining about this dog shit game is that this was this was 2019's NFC Championship. This game. It was all, like if any because at least with the NFC Championship last year, the offense was just dog shit and, yeah. and didn't do anything. At least the offense moved the ball and scored points. Yeah. But this year, this game, the defense, same thing. Just ran all over the place, make the quarterback do not a thing
1: Mm -hmm. it a reset and we'll probably get into that later and see how we feel about
0: the team going forward but Kyle the next pick six play um so yeah again two possessions in the first half 14 points (laughs) but then fast forward to the third quarter when we're down 21 14 804 left in the third fourth and 10 well I I mean it should be mentioned on third and 10 yep like these these are kind of one and the same they're (laughs) back-to-back plays another perfect throw by number 12 more impressive Perfect throw it was like that sidearm right over the middle it was great yep the defense by line, the yep. coverage and right in the hands i mean rogers couldn't have put it in a better place for him to catch the football but then drop on, and then on fourth down perfect a perfect redemption story yep. fourth and ten you're in the end zone tie the ball game up he rolls out again another perfect placement perfect throw by rogers on the run under duress right in his hands drops yeah and i'm i'm eating crow is that the is that yeah, the term i, I believe so i I'm, i would like I, to know the origin i of was gonna say means, but yeah. i was i i was uh you know very loud to you last week that eq hasn't got his fair share of and
1: i i was loud back it, it was a little heated of for, opportunities
0: yeah. which by the way i think we need to get more contentious that's you know. That's yeah no content. i i love it yeah and, and i'm so smart yeah, he's just uh he, like those those two opportunities you you can't get back. And I think that that says a lot about him. And I I I think it's frequent league time. It's yeah, it's one of those
1: things. I mean, we just talked about it with Jay Sternberger there on fourth down. It was not the easiest catch, but he came down with it. EQ, the same opportunity. Third dropped it, fourth dropped it. It's it reminds me of earlier this year how I think I talked about Alan Lazard and how sure handed he is. And I believe the next game He, on the third down, dropped it. Second or third down, he dropped it. Very next play, same type of thing. Goes to him, catches it. And that's, we need, it isn't looking for playmakers so much, but it's just these reliable guys that we need on offense. And EQ showing that he's not exactly very reliable. Like
0: Rodgers is the playmaker. And he is literally making the play for you. Just play. Play play the play. (laughs) Just do your job. And the play is made. That like it, That's it.
1: Yeah. You look at a guy like Robert Tanyan, he doesn't always get like that yak, but in this week too, and it was the same thing last week where he's making sure to make the catch, yes. at least make the catch. If you get nothing after that, first and foremost, that's fine. Make the play that's there and then we'll, we'll move on. You mm-hmm. know, we have Rogers. He's going to do something later. Okay. But moving on the next big play, it is 21 to 14 still at this point, just a couple minutes later, six minutes left in the third, a third and nine. And guess what happens? Delvin Cook a fifty yard touchdown reception on the
0: same play that set up their first touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yep, Third, just yeah, a, a screen play, and we we like to run the highlights before we record, and we we paused when he caught the ball, and there's not like a yellow helmet on the screen. It's like the it's
1: like the defenders run to the offensive lineman, which I I understand kind of getting in that habit, but they like ran out of the play just to get blocked and then it just to occupy the blocker yeah and then it was all set up for vernon scott to make the tackle and after being you know vernon scotch tape last week he was the
0: exact opposite you know fell apart just kind of flopped over had the cinder block feet where he just kind of was frozen and then made this like kind of just like half half ass dive towards these tree trunk legs of dalvin cook that Mm -hmm. are going to do absolutely nothing so
1: yeah, again, another
0: miserable play to watch. Mm-hmm.
1: Reminiscent of the Laguerre Blonde touchdown, which we've uh, talked about several times this year. But Kyle, yeah, the defense was falling apart. Please continue
0: for the fifth play. And um, so now this play, I'm glad we waited uh, 12 minutes before <laughs> having to do this. Because as we've mentioned before, we hate doing this. We hate bitching about the referees. But, but the referees were fucking abysmal. Excuse my language. I try not to use the F word that much anymore. Yeah, here, we never swear. I'm fucking here. <laughs> abysmal. A joke. It's it's one thing. Fourth quarter. <sighs> Sorry. Fourth quarter. 8-21 left. It's still a very, very doable ball game. 28-14. Packers are driving. Fourth and nine. Robert Tony runs a good route. Could it? Yeah, sure. It could have been a better ball. Mm-hmm. Could have been more on target. But the bottom line is Anthony Her. Anthony Harris was at least a full step early and made contact. Yep. And not only it, – it's one thing to not call P.I. there, which that would have been dog shit in and of itself. But well, to throw the flag, yeah. but to throw the flag, discuss it, and then st- and then you yeah. know pick up the flag just makes it ten times worse. Just a horseshit, horseshit officiating game and cost at least 21 points. I think that <laughs> – no sorry because that seven points right there okay the i think very bold the call on josh jackson was pretty bullshit and And i think the call on jair was pretty weak too yeah you could probably make that argument but if you're gonna call that that's how is the Tanyan one not
1: that's that's what i was gonna say because i'm fine with not with not calling Tanyan on that the pass interference there Mm. but if you do that then you have to you know you have to look past the the Justin Jefferson one on Jair too because yep. they're pretty much the same play. If you you know, as long as you're consistent, even if you're throwing a bunch of flags, then I can somehow wrap my mind around yep. it. But when you're kind of going back and forth on this, all it does is piss you off and wonder what they're seeing. I don't know. There was a lot of so many holding calls too. Yeah, like a lot just, of drive
0: killers. I think them back to back holding calls resulted in a first and thirty. Like well,
1: that just kills the drive.
0: And we we talked about it for
1: the for the third touchdown to adams which we'll get into oh yep you couldn't even enjoy the play because immediately after you see you know the laundry on the field see the flag and you're like oh wait a second yep oh wait it's probably not a touchdown sure enough it is but you weren't able to enjoy that part of the game
0: It's like oh sweet all right yep yeah
1: speaking of anticlimactic i will get to the last pick six play the final actual play of the game fourth quarter 12 seconds left 28 to 22 which was the final Rogers rolls out and is sacked, fumbled, game is over. That's it. That's
0: all she wrote. Everyone was thinking the exact same thing when they saw him, you know, kind of wind up like that. Or it's like, are we going to see a yeet? It's another one, some more magic. Like, yeah. Again, we've be been so be short spoiled one. with yeah. his ability to do that. Like, holy shit, it's happening again. And yeah, again, just. Anticlimactic as and, hell.
1: Well, it almost got close to like the, the first Hail Mary he had, because I believe the play before was kind of close to that where he got hit and there was a penalty, so we got to do it again. Mm. And then he had the Hail Mary. So we got we got kind of close there. They almost called it back, but yeah. Very sad game, very I, uh, sad ending.
0: And I like you mentioned too, so apparently it's arm going forward, not hand. Because you yeah. could you could absolutely make the argument that <laughs> well I mean a, a bias packer fan could absolutely yeah. make the argument that his arm or his hand was well, going forward, and that's technically a pass attempt. But.
1: I, I didn't think of it until now, but it's like you could break it down. It's like, okay, apparently the rule is arm moving forward. And it's like, okay, maybe the arm wasn't really moving forward. And it's like, okay, let's go closer. Hand moving forward. Okay, I think the hand was moving forward. And then it's like, were the fingers <laughs> were moving yeah, forward? Exactly. <laughs> like, yes, yes, they absolutely were. It's a forward pass. Come on, isn't that the rule? But that is not how it went. Anticlimactic ending. Very sad game. Let's just hop right into Aaron Rodgers, the offense breakdown. Aaron Rodgers had a game, 27 for 41, 291 yards, three touchdowns, all of which to Devontae Adams. I mean,
0: I think he had a good, I think he had a a borderline great game. I really do. And this, this leads me to where I've been stewing over this for whatever, 48, 50 hours now, where I am so sick and tired of Aaron Rodgers having to play absolutely perfect to win a lot of ball games I'm so yeah. I'm so tired of it I, he played great he made a bunch of sick throws there was some crazy drops the only really miss I can think is that Sternberger one over the middle that is it
1: yeah I mean people were getting on him for not leading Tanya in a bit and both you and I agreed that Watching it live, I was fine with just him making the catch. I didn't Which yeah, I don't understand
0: act. why that throw is getting criticized too, as if he should have hit him in stride. Like that's a that's a fifty yard bomb. Like I mean, that's a tough throw to make, and he still made the throw. When you
1: just look across the sideline and you see Kirk Cousins only had fourteen attempts and Rogers had freaking
0: forty one,
1: you know it lets you know that he he can play in the elements when needed and it was good enough but even still with in these games where we're maybe not as productive you know we only put up 22 points which is pretty low for this team it's like you just look at Devonte adams stat line and kind of just you know maximize that and it's like oh okay that's what roger's game was it was pretty much Devonte, and then some other stuff along
0: tight ends yep yeah
1: but yeah and other, other than that other thing i'd say is um positive here real positive um on the sideline, seeing Rodgers on the sideline. I like the sideline hat this year. Usually the hats are pretty bad, especially the cap is bad. Most years, it's just a really stupid design because I think they've done everything. But I like the wool cap this year. It's got the GB sewn in on top. and Then it's got the patch in the middle, too. That says I'm trying Green to Packers. recall it,
0: but I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I'm just so... <sighs> are you thinking about things that actually matter, Kyle? Yes. Like oh, okay. Rodgers, he played great. And he has to play perfect, always. Yeah. It's... To have a chance. And it's just like, he's never allowed to have a somewhat bad, like if he has a bad game, like in Tampa Bay, they get fucking pumped. Mm-hmm. They get destroyed. Yeah. He's not allowed to have a bad game. It's so exhausting.
1: And it, yeah, with, with this game too, it sucks because you look back as we, once again, like last, like the week before, had those three drives where we didn't do anything, you know? And when you look at it this week, it was because of the holding calls on Elton Jenkins, yep. the holding calls on Mercedes Lewis, and the drops from EQ. It's like, you can only do so much and that's once again when we've been preaching it as long as we had the have had the podcast this offense just don't make the stupid mistakes and we're going to be good mm-hmm. if we don't make the stupid mistakes in this game you know we're getting a w uh moving on sticking in sticking with it through the air devonte adams solid game seven catches 57 yards all three touchdowns
0: that third that third touchdown oh my god so sick. Couldn't enjoy that, it. That couldn't throw. enjoy it. Yeah, again, yeah, couldn't because the laundry. But the throw was unbelievable. The catch was unbelievable. It was one God, of those. I love those two. It,
1: In the air, you're like, is it gonna? Is this gonna be in bounds? And you're like, oh shit, yes it is. Hello, <laughs> nice, nice catch there, Devonte. And the second, I mean, it's just we say it every week, the most whole hum, you know, overlooked star superstar in yep. this league. I mean, just the way he caught the second touchdown catches, it just. You know, it's just like tosses routine. it to the ref. Routine runs to the sideline. It's like it's just another day at the office. Over the last two weeks, he's obviously got five touchdowns. You know, going into this week, the leading, I, it might be different by by now, but going into the week, the most touchdowns in the league was seven, and he had five in two weeks. <laughs> so you know, it's very easy to just look at that. Yeah,
0: stuff. I um, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know what? Oh, we sorry. Need... No, this is what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Good. It's time. Like. <sighs> I, I hate having to clarify my bias, but I Uh-oh. don't even think this is bias. But like he is he is now I believe firmly in the, the discussion for the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah, especially but with like, Michael he, Thomas like not on the playing, national level. Yeah. It's not going to be he's not going to be in that conversation yet, but he absolutely needs to be.
1: It's funny because you you can't have that conversation because one, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, yep. he's the sha- he's the face of the franchise. Two, you can't talk about how good Devontae Adams is and also bitch about the lack of receiving weapons on the Packers so the national media doesn't really know what to do but when you know Julio Jones is on a struggling Falcons team like usual Michael Thomas isn't playing very much Tyreek Hill is DeAndre Hopkins you know yeah DeAndre Hopkins he's just Adams is so damn consistent it's tough to. he doesn't have usually those huge huge games he has a couple times this year but that's the thing that kind of breaks it down
0: and if you're you know grudge listening to this which I respect like you're a Vikings fan who's like wants to hear us be miserable I Mm -hmm. respect that a lot I would I would do the same I implore you and you disagree I implore you to go look at his stats when he he had to do that stretch with Brett Hundley Mm. it was really it was really Mm. no drop-off for Mm. what his floor is that's very
1: true yeah that was the passing of the torch season from Jordy to Devontae too which Mm. is weird to look back on But yeah sticking with the receivers I mean god it's tough to even like pick your poison which receiver do you want to talk about next Kyle
0: Mm, let's just get it over with EQ. <laughs> okay,
1: EQ Kyle and I. Yeah, I think we talked
0: about it there a little bit. already. Two horrendous drops mm-hmm. that I... cut the game to one possession, and it's a whole different ball game if he can just reel it in.
1: It is nice that he bounced back on that next series and had the third down pickup. Once again, not a very easy catch, but he made it. But, yeah, we we talked about it a little bit there, too. We kind of got into it last week a little bit talking about EQ and MVS getting snaps when I was thinking Malik Taylor should probably get them. Once again, it's just like we've seen MVS and EQ make these mistakes. We haven't seen it from Malik yet. And, I mean, should we, we'll just move over to him. Uh, Malik Taylor, the one catch for 26 yards. He nice didn't get many catch. snaps. But, yeah, he, I mean, once nice again. Ball too. once just, again. <laughs> just play mistake-free, get what's there, and that's all he did. Not much else you can say. MVS, no drops. He had the pass interference they, call in the end zone. Yeah, I believe he caught his only target. Yep, yep caught his only actual target, which, which was a nice first, catch too. Yeah, on third down too, 19 yards. It's it's almost like it's it's like an up and down type thing where yeah, he didn't drop any balls. He didn't really make any mistakes. I kind of bitch to you where even on the pass interference, it's like if if MVS MVS will never make a catch while being interfered with you know because once he's interfered Mm. with he just throws his hands up and the plays essentially over on on that side of the ball and you just got to pick up the laundry after that and I
0: kind of went to bat for him a little bit and I mean he did kind of get tackled in the end zone so it's yeah it's hard but you're you there is some some credibility to your to your claim there for sure and it's back and forth it's,
1: it's you know kind of like out of sight out of mind where he didn't have those drops but at the same time I mean, shoot the the Vikings by the end of the game were down their top four corners, and like you said, MVS only had the one target. It's like you got to be getting open if you're getting these snaps and going against you know plumbers essentially. Exactly. In secondary. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. But yeah, that's tough.
0: It. Tough. Um, and we'll we'll get to it here, but yeah, the the outside of Devontae Adams, the receiving core is just in very rough shape, and it's just very puzzling that. As of 3 p.m. today, no, nothing yeah. nothing was done well, to appease that.
1: We'll get into that later, and we'll also get into, well, shit, we'll just talk about it now. I, I don't know. I think people, all the hubbub about getting pissed about the weapons <laughs> hubbub. and hubbub, 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 um, Helen Lazard might be back this week. We're kind of overlooking that. And if he's back, that's yeah, going to wow. ease a little bit. No one's really
0: talked about that yeah. too much, but he practiced all of last week, practiced a little bit before that. I don't know why. I just, I, I guess I'm, I'm so flustered over EQ yeah. and MBS that, yeah, I actually completely overlooked Lazard. So, yeah, that actually. Perks me up a little bit. Thanks, Spence. Perfect.
1: Yeah, moving on, and you know we can keep a little positive here now too. Tight ends, Robert Tanyan, five catches, seventy nine yards.
0: Pretty, pretty solid okay, game. He's he's just he's turned in such into such a great security blanket for twelve, and mm-hmm. you can tell twelve loves him. He he praises him so highly in in his post game pressers. And Tanyan, yeah, he just he really doesn't make many mistakes.
1: Yeah, very very rarely, and he makes those difficult catches just about every time uh <laughs> I love I love this I look back uh Jermichael Finley tweeted Tanyan God, yeah we'll see I keep, well, it, I keep doing it too it, it's funny how um we have that this year with Tanyan 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 last year we had the whole Amos Amos thing and mm. everyone just keeps calling him Amos and Nobody the year cares. before
0: that was Tarod Taylor yeah that's right yeah but that's and Jared not... Boykin's buddy yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, what hey, you were hey. gonna say
1: uh but Jermichael Finley tweeted this out so I thought this was hilarious he puts this out so, did eighty-five show up to the game today? Question mark. Hashtag #Packers. Someone tweeted him. He has three catches for fifty-seven yards so far. So yeah, like, <laughs> he's here once again. Dumb former Packer. Of the dumb former Packer of the week. Trank
0: there you go. Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, no no complaints about Robert tiny. Moving on. Jay Sternberger.
0: Again, yeah, nice hands catch on that on that first drive. In actual and game, one. a yep. game
1: where he did more than just you know catch a short touchdown pass. The three catches, forty-six yards. Uh. You know, Rodgers missed him on the one, but no real complaints. You know, he's not much of a burner, but especially towards the end there, uh, towards the end of the game, going from uh, right to left towards the end, he had a good-looking catch. You know, he, he's got number 87. He looked kind of like Jordy, just a very natural. He's starting mm. to look like an NFL, you know, pass catcher, yeah. which we and haven't seen too much And, of.
0: and you're kind of the whole... <gasps> Hold your breath when I, when he gets a target is kind of going away.
1: Yeah, slowly but surely. Uh, moving on, uh, much more negative. Uh, big dog, no catches. Uh, he had the two holding calls. Yeah, nothing, nothing too. I think fun on there.
0: one of them though, Rogers went to bat for him, and yeah, I think he he gave the ref a nice f bomb and was like, he's he gonna right. let go of him. I forgot and, about you know, that. Yelled right in his face, and yeah, that that I forgot to mention too i rogers pressers to me now are like appointment viewing because he always he always makes me feel better after a loss you mm-hmm. know he's never too high never too low and he went pretty hard after the refs this year he 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 mentioned a few calls one being in the last possession of the game to tanyan that catch on the sideline yep. they face masked him he thought that should have been called and yeah the same with the mercedes holding
1: well i think uh matt lafleur yesterday actually uh someone asked him about the robert tanyan no call and if they submitted that to the league for review, and Matt replied with something along the lines of, "Yeah, I assume that's in the bunch of you know the handful <laughs> of plays that we really in. Yeah, in the it, bunch, yeah, it was, the whole it, it bushel was a, of he, bad calls." Yeah, he didn't exactly say that, but it was along those lines. Where obviously, of like, yeah, really don't
0: worry, we stuff. have we have a whole you know mixtape of yeah <laughs> of calls to send to him.
1: Uh, moving on, the offensive line, not a ton to say here. I mean, shoot, well, actually. Where am I going? We skipped right over the running the running backs. Running backs, Jamal Williams, sixteen carries, seventy-five yards, four point seven yards per carry. Also had six catches for twenty-seven yards.
0: Again, another just great game that out of Jamal Williams. Just can't say enough positive things. He did his job, and again, it's the same. Like I mentioned last week, he. I think he only bounced one run outside, and the one run was a was a pickup of nine. So he just. He runs between the guards. He knows his assignment. He does his job well. And then when it's off script, he, he knows how to figure that out, too.
1: It was one of those games where you kind of for, you forgot about it. But, you know, we get to the fourth quarter. And it wasn't until after the game. I was like, shoot, we probably should have stuck with the run mm-hmm. a little bit more, especially with how the third quarter went when, I mean, the Vikings scored their last touchdown in the third quarter, and we weren't able to do really much of anything after that. It's just, it's once again, eliminating those mistakes when with you're running the ball you it's harder to make mistakes for the
0: exactly ballpark. however with that being said oh the second and 10 runs <laughs> get yeah. rid of it yeah burn it burn that's... it in a in a hot fire get it out of here yeah well it, it's second and 10 runs is like it well, it's a waste of a down
1: that's true but i get stuck in my head then because it it turns into because what Another something that we always got on Mike McCarthy about was running it on first down. And it's like, OK, well, then if you pass it on first down, it's incomplete. You can't
0: run it on second down or else you're going to be pissed. Oh, so it's no. Kind of so forth. then you have to put one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time into their hands and he has to make the throw. Oh, shucks. Like, come on. Well, what are that, we, doing well, here?
1: well we had that. But. It, but it's not putting the ball in Roger's hands. It's putting—it's trying to put the ball from his hands to the receiver's hands. Which <laughs> True, we,
0: but it's going to be as accurate as a handoff most of the time. You,
1: that's, well, that's fair. But at the same time, we had the Tyler Irvin drive, which started off with what should have been a handoff dropped. Yep. And then the little screen thing dropped, yep. which would have been a negative play anyway. So, you know, it's kind of... It's a bit of a back and the forth. The
0: bottom line is second and 10 runs <laughs> yes. get rid of it.
1: Yes, and the third and third and 10 screen passes to DeVonte, which worked last week. Don't you don't, you know, lightning doesn't strike twice. Yeah. Uh AG Dillon had a solid game. Oh, hey, uh, should we mention do we mention that?
0: I don't know about solid, but
1: yeah, he he had a very pedestrian po- game. Well, I would say this, it was his most positive game of the year, and that's for two reasons because, you know, he had the 4.2 yards per carry. One catch, sixteen. And yards. he had a catch. And he caught COVID before oh, the game. That's right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he can catch. Ayo. Yeah. So
1: we'll have to monitor that. However, though, forward. no,
0: I will give him credit that his one catch was a great play. I thought he was a nice hands catch, yep. and he kind of he he shed a tackle, was off balance, and kept himself up with his with, with you know sticking his hand in the ground and danced right along the sideline picked up the first down so that was a that was a, yeah. a, a nice highlight for he's, him.
1: he's looked a little clunky early on in the first few games and this is the first game where you got a little bit smoother you know especially they're very smooth you know cutting up mm-hmm. field and all that and it's something uh, he's he look if you create a player in madden a running back it it is this guy he's just so thick so chunk he, he's like <laughs> chunk. he's like 2008 Michael Turner. Ooh, you know, that's, that's great. What, that's what he looks like.
0: I, and I, There's something, I don't know. The, I don't know if it's if it's hesitation or if it's patience when he's hitting the hole. Because he's not, you know, with him being so chonky and thick, you would think he should just, you know, bulldoze right through the line and he hit it full, full steam ahead. But I don't know, on some of his runs, he seems to kind of pitter-patter a little bit. And again, yeah. I don't know if it's hesitation or if it's just patience trying to find the hole. But... You know, he only had five carries. He he will have plenty of carries in the future. In True. In gold, so. Yeah. Still holding out hope.
1: Yeah. No, I of I mean, shoot, of all our draft picks this year, I guess
0: sans Kamal Martin, he's been pretty, I don't know, looking forward to seeing him <sighs> I get I just, ball. oh, man. Imagine yeah. the tight end room if the Messiah was still. Yeah. God, I do want to think of that. But yeah, okay.
1: I guess talk about Chonk. Stick with the Chonk, the offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say about this game. Elton Jenkins, the holding call. very that,
0: uncharacteristic. Elton Jenkins. I game. don't
1: know if that's even true though, because he, if someone on the last year, David Bakhtiari got a lot of holding calls. This year, Elton Jenkins is getting
0: quite a few. He didn't few, have a single holding call last year though, not a single one. Right, which is weird because
1: this year he, if someone's getting a holding call, it seems to be him, which is yeah. weird from the guard position to it. You know, usually mm-hmm. a hold comes from tackle, but
0: especially when like who, who is even on that Minnesota D line?
1: I, you know, we didn't know last week after the game.
0: I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. o- Denebo I think is the only one I, I can name. Yeah.
1: Uh, we uh, we had Billy Turner and Rick Wagner out there. I guess they did well enough. I mean wish Rogers... Wagner
0: could have just held his block a little bit longer on that last play, but yeah. that's a that's tough. Like, it's a tough
1: play when Rogers is going all the way I mean that's, through yeah, that's the line of scrimmage. That's
0: a that's a seven, eight second block. So, you know, you can't expect expect much more, but you wish, you know, you wish you would have got more. Yeah,
1: Lucas Patrick was fine and Corey Lindsley is still graded out as like the best center in football right now. Pretty good for him with the contract year, and we'll have to see what happens with that going forward. But yeah, I mean that's it for for the breaking down the offense, twenty two points not exactly what we were expecting.
0: But again, with two with two freaking drives in the first half, it it's 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 weird. It's yeah. a weird game. And
1: hey, it, hey, if nothing else, we still have you know points in every single drive, first drive this year. So yes. hey, we'll we'll hang our hat on that. But with that, we will have a quick commercial break.
0: Are you going inside a public building? Have you developed a double chin that you want to hide out in public? Have you finally decided to wear a mask after being the star in one too many public freakout videos? Sounds like you could use a homemade cloth mask. 26hats.com makes some of the best cloth masks around. Check out the website to see what styles are available. Each mask is handmade, using hands to make them. There's no better way to represent the state of Wisconsin while also making yourself less contagious than wearing one of these masks. For custom koozies, book covers, and face coverings, visit 26hats.com today.
1: And we are back with the defense. Uh really bad game from the defense. Mm. 28 points is what they let up uh, against Kurt Cousins and a bunch of bums.
0: 14. 14 pass attempts. There
1: you go, Kyle. Yeah, see that's 14. Yeah, I like I like four back.
0: You think is there a better formula? For a make cu- Kirk Cousins beat you type of game, then in Lambeau, Delvin Cook is returned healthy, and the winds are 30 miles per hour. Is there a more perfect formula to where to say, "Hey, we are going to load the box, send the house to stop the run, and make Kirk Cousins make tough throws"? Wh- well, what, what, uh, what? Okay, yes, we're okay. going to get to the missed tackles and there was plenty of them
1: you don't know what i was going to say
0: but 14 pass attempts mm-hmm. he didn't attempt to throw more than 8 yards at least and that was in the first quarter
1: yeah three, three, three of the uh he he was 11 for, for 11 for 14 160 oh yards 50 of them come on one play and the one touchdown it's and after the game and even during the game if you would have told me you know anywhere from 5 to you know 14 attempts I guess I would have believed you because I I do not remember Kirk Cousins playing this game
0: no (laughs) not uh, uh, that what makes it so terrible like that's a notch in Kirk's belt and he did not a thing
1: yeah yeah I guess it's and you you kind of talked about there too where you said all you have to do is load the box and stop delving Tom Silverstein and uh Jim Osarski they talked about on their podcast this week and Tom brings up a good point and we've mentioned it before because Petten plays so much nickel. Our base is nickel that the when we actually went to our base, Tom was saying that this team doesn't know how to play. And honestly, when you have two young line inside linebackers, it really shows when you have a defensive line that you know could be a little bit better, probably. But you we've got the two inside linebackers that are kind of guessing when it comes to shooting the gaps at times. They and I think
0: know. that comes down to coaching. Where and I even think yeah. I even think some of this like missed as, as stupid as this sounds i oh. seriously think some of this mistackling can come down to coaching where it's like yeah knowing your assignment and and knowing yeah your gap responsibility river i'm not going to pretend i know what what the hell goes into yeah. you know a defensive scheme but like i it, it's it's 3 years in a row now where yeah. they're bad tacklers and they're you know just getting embarrassed in open space it's just like <laughs> well you you say you say 3 years now you almost have to go
1: back to 2018 and like Take off the you know green shades to look at that defense because the offense and everything was just so bad and so all over the place that just an okay defense looked really really good and got us mm-hmm. excited for 2019 with the floor and Pettin. But we've kind of you know backstepped. Like, that I, I I don't
0: understand having the DBs be nine, the safeties yeah. be you know 14 yards off the ball. Like why don't just condense everything and literally hey. show Kirk like hey like everyone is right here. Go ahead and sling it and beat us. Well, well. Okay. I, 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 just, I guess I don't get it. I
1: think I think we're getting too big picture here. You know, we are pissed off, but we need to start looking back. How we usually do it, breaking it down. Come on, Kyle. Deep, deep breath here. Okay. I did. I did. Okay. That was a, your exhale was A plus. Calm. Your inhale was C minus. I'm still not calm. <laughs> but looking at the individuals, hey, okay. Jake Morley tweeted this out. The PFF grades the top. Players on defense. Number one, Kenny Clark with a sixty nine point five. Nice. After that, Adrian Amos sixty eight, Montrevius Adams sixty three, Oren Burks sixty three, Preston Smith uh, sixty one. He also notes on here worth noting. These were the only non below average scores on the defense. So, Jeez,
0: I guess Amos showed up. I liked. I like. He had a good game.
1: Yeah, yeah, he showed up. We'll we'll get to him. Starting off with how we always start off the defense as far as individuals go. Junior Alexander. Once again, very, very uh, solid game. At the, least yeah, we had the,
0: one, the one lone bright spot of that yeah defense right now.
1: Yep. Wall matched up against Justin Jefferson, who's going to be the Vikings wide receiver of the future. He only allowed the one reception for 12 yards. He did get called <clears> for that <throat> pass interference, but which you can't really complain too much. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, yeah, it's probably P.I., but I, I'm not really sure what Jair was doing there, kind of doing all that hand fighting, but... It was a not catchable ball and yeah i think if that doesn't get called it's it different is a game. very different game
1: depending on what they do on fourth down because i mean shit if they if, if on fourth down if they go for it and run a screen pass, and <laughs> yeah down, they probably walk probably gonna zone. get it uh, another thing noting with jair and justin jefferson it's nice seeing the rookie wide receivers come into lambo i mean shoot it was like 35 40 degrees and he still had like a full like you couldn't see Justin Jefferson's face because he was so concentrated on the court, oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to stay warm. Love, love seeing welcome that you guys. Yeah, welcome. Um, I don't know where else you want to go from there. Like we
0: can't even. There's really no really corner other other corners to talk about. You want to know why? Why? Fourteen. Oh, that's right. Fourteen pass attempts. Yeah,
1: you can pretty much only talk about them missing tackles yep. for the most part. I mean, Shandon Sullivan can't remember him doing too much on the game. You know, I'm sure he missed some tackles too. Josh Jackson, he once again. I mean, Kevin King obviously didn't play, but Justin Jack he showed again why he isn't getting these snaps because he's so damn handsy you said it wasn't a good call I thought it was I was completely fine with the pass interference call yeah I think PI like
0: is a bad call I think you could you could make the argument for holding or illegal right. contact which again that makes that makes their their plate because then with the PI they were on the one yard line but either it way was, it was going to be a first and I think if it was, it was holding or illegal contact, kind of, they're on you know the six yard line which yeah. I mean with how the run defense is not like that yeah. makes a huge <laughs> difference but you never know
1: yeah not not the best <sighs> game from the secondary i mean we'll kind of just look past everyone else
0: savage so yeah moving on moving you, on to you, safety you want you to start were, bad or you want to
1: start good you were early <laughs> on
0: this train and i i was on the you know remains to be seen watch but yeah we're 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 teetering like one of those meters. It's going, it's going to the red. I was in the yellow. It's slowly getting to the red with with Savage. Yeah,
1: it's the, in the meter. You know, on the right side, it's Nick Collins. On the left side, oh. it's Ha Ha Clinton Dix. And oh. you know, we had he started off hot. He started wow. off right away. That 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 arm was going right to Nick Collins. Mm. You know, against the Bears last year, mm-hmm. week one. But now it is getting pretty close to that Ha Ha Clinton Dix, who is not even playing in the league anymore. But, yeah, not – I don't know. He's just so bad at tackling. He has this speed, but he doesn't know how to use it. He's nothing – he's almost nothing in the run game. I, it, it really makes you question, like like you said, and we don't want to get into it, but, like, how does this team practice tackling? And I hate it because this is, like, dumb fan speak but when you say that stuff. But, my God.
0: But I, and I mentioned you, low that, like, it's the NFL. Like, do they really need to practice tackling? Like, these are professionals. And, again, I think it, I'm – I'm a, you know, self-proclaimed water carrier for players over, you know, <laughs> over like staff or organization and like I think it can come down to just the culture and the coaching and yeah. the the scheme. I I don't know cuz it's been again it's been a problem for 3 years now under Petton.
1: Yeah, and it's I mean, you look at just the culture like you said, Dom Capers was a guy who was always up in the box. Petten, he started off that way. and Now he is on the sideline, but he's not a guy that gets anyone motivated. And once again, it's one of those stupid fan things, but it's like,
0: no, you need it's not, though. Some,
1: it's, we don't have any type of energy on this defense when it's not playing well. No one's yelling. I mean, and
0: I think of the guy in San Fran, Sala. That dude mm-hmm. loves football. And he's that, that dude would suit up if he could. Like, when his D gets a stop, he's basically on the field, you know, yelling and hooting and hollering and giving the energy. And yep. Petton is just kind of like, Crossed arms, exactly smudge face, like sunglasses, uh, and it's like he's uh. not even like a hard ass. He's just like passive, playing sixteen yards off the ball. So it's like there's no energy to feed off for the defense. For
1: someone who looks like Stone Cold, you have to have more energy on the side, or line.
0: be a, like a much more hard ass and like someone where you look at and you get a little intimidated.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're you're right. Okay. Pause. Now we got to pause. Dumb <sighs> dumb fans speak for a little bit there. Okay. Back to back to the players. Adrian Amos, hey, he had a pretty good game, and it's bad that the bar you set for having a good game on defense the way it's been the last couple weeks is he looked like he cared. That that was it. A lot of people said that. I think Nagler said that, too, but it's true. I mean, we had the third down, which was the seventh biggest play we had. He had the third down stop where he just ran. I mean, he was unblocked, but he stopped Dalvin behind the line, which got us the ball back late. But I mean, geez, it's like he's the only guy. In the secondary, and God, you can't even you can't even count on him that much because he he takes bad angles just as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, not not very fun. Uh, Will Redmond? We talked about him a little bit there. He's almost God. It's like which bad do we want? Because because <laughs> he almost had one of the better games from the safety position because he's more of a sound player. But God, like we talked now about, even
0: think about it. Was Raven Green even active?
1: He did he did get
0: hurt. Um, I don't I can't
1: remember when he got hurt, but he did get hurt and didn't come back. Scott too. he got, yeah, he got hurt. And you
0: know. Scott both on a on multiple plays just cinder block feet where they're just like frozen in time and like then they just launch when the running back is two yards past them already just, yeah and yeah. once
1: and once again Henry black he had one of those games too where he, I know like I know he had a missed tackle I don't remember exactly which play it was on so there's so many so many of them inside linebacker once again a tough spot here um I don't know I I still really really like kamal Martin and mm-hmm. I really like Chris Barnes mm-hmm. but it's like get to that point and I'm a dumb fan, but it's like they shoot they're actually shooting the gap, which is something that we wouldn't see much from Blake Martinez. But it's like every time we do it, it's either, you know, a huge play, which Kamala's had a couple of those big, you know, hits right right down the middle, but then there's other times where they just run free into nothing and Dalvin's, you know, ten yards already past the line of scrimmage. Again.
0: I don't think it's something where they're going off assignment and doing that. I think they're simply doing their assignment that Patton is assigning to them. Yeah, and it and I, like I just feel like a lot of these problems can just be traced back to coaching. I, I'm I'm a yeah. believer in that. I'm I mean, an idiot. I'm an idiot. Yeah, but there you go. I, I soundbite. I really, <laughs> I really believe like a lot of the problems can just be rooted back to that it sucks because it's like
1: okay yeah oh be aggressive shoot the gap oh we missed shit it's a first down but then you know last year was okay i want them to shoot the gap but instead we're staying back playing it safe and they're running into blake martinez for five yards <laughs> and it's like shit which which one do i want because they both suck you yeah. know yeah deep sigh deep sigh outside linebacker we had a couple players play there uh not much for notes Zadarius back played, to, Preston played. Back to-
0: Gary played back to pedestrian Smith.
1: Yeah, I had an early note because you he's know just, Del, Delvin Cook had the fumble that was called back because his you know arm I guess hit the ground before the ball came out, whatever. But Preston Smith with the, the definite yoink, just one hand picking up the ball, and that was about the only play yep. he made all
0: game. He's he looks like a loaf out there. I'll be honest. Yeah, and, and he's, <laughs> he's loafing a lot, and that screen cap is just hilarious. And again, yeah, fuck it. Well, this you gotta is Mike You gotta explain it it's a podcast. He's, 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 he's split out wide as a <laughs> yeah. corner. I mean, I'm fumbling over myself. It's so inexplicable. And he's nine yards off the ball, like lined up as a corner. Like what the hell? It's, and it's like, yeah. Oh, they were probably in, you know, man coverage, whatever. And that was his assignment or whatever. But like, no, like shouldn't like somewhere in the process be like, wait, no, this isn't right. Let's get, you know, Barnes or Martin out there just to, cause yeah, obviously you need someone, you know, over him to just kind of, be a body there otherwise it's a quick whatever but to lug preston out there again
1: it's it's weird because it's we've seen it so much this year where he's going back in coverage and i'm sure it's happened in the past too but it's like why you know we're asking for the defense to evolve and it seems like we're evolving in a bad way because (laughs) we're seeing preston smith in coverage more than ever now and it or at least it feels like it and it's just what what are we doing what are we doing i mean. Zadarius Smith, we were talking about like the energy thing and the defensive coordinator, you know, some something to get the guys going. And Zadarius, he's awesome. He's awesome when the team is doing well and the defense is doing well. But when they're not, it seems like we just kind of wither away and disappear.
0: Yep. The formula is very obvious and clearly written to beat this Packers defense. And that is to just punch the defense in the mouth and run the ball. Like yep. it's it's you know who likes to run the ball? The Seattle Seahawks. You know who likes to run the ball? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You yeah. know likes to run the ball? New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Well. The yeah. formula's written.
1: Yeah, and speaking of running the ball, defensive line, I'll start with another positive. Hey, Dean Lowry had that uh, that sack on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> kind that of a, fun. Kind of a broken play. You know, he was free unblocked. Free reign. Yep, his first sack since signing that big contract. Well, Ugh. decent contract God. last year. I mean, he's a defensive lineman. He can't expect it, but sheesh. Kenny Clark had an okay game, but, I mean. There isn't much to talk about at this point. I mean, shoot, we've already talked long enough about the defense. That's it for the defense. But we'll be right back with more of the defense. <laughs> okay, more free talk in here. Uh, this is we're going to call it. Uh, what, what were we calling this again? With uh, gatekeeper? Yeah, gatekeeper Packer people of the week.
0: Gatekeeping Packer fan of the week.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's a fan. And I think shoot, we ran so long, we're only going to have this one. But Someone who is also in the podcast realm. Peter Bukowski tweeted this mm. out after the game. Here is a new rule. Great way to start a tweet. Great way to start a tweet there, Peter. Here is a new rule. Yeah. If you can't explain the scheme was or should have been other than different slash better, you don't get to say it was bad. Kyle,
0: thoughts? Now, I'm. this has nothing to do with me just spending 20 minutes doing that <laughs> exact thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know the scheme. Literally. I calling yep. it bad. But... I really hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The condescension, the the arrogance, the the pretentious. Oh, dude, Oh, it boils my blood. Peter is and once again, <laughs> like who I, are you to to say what people talk about?
1: I don't mean this, I don't mean ill will here, but he is my least favorite person on Twitter as far <laughs> as the Packers are concerned. Well, okay, Michael Rodney is actually number 1, yeah. but Peter, yeah. it's just so smug with so many of these tweets just the way he leads in
0: so many of them i just like i i don't know i'm a i'm a believer where like it's it's fine to like have that opinion and be frustrated over that yep but i don't like the way it's presented which in a way i guess i'm yeah. kind of gatekeeping in a way. <laughs> but the way it's presented yeah. it should be like you shouldn't talk about if blah 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 not you should not or i mean you you don't get to base i don't know it's i'm rambling but yeah
1: it's i need some t- if you're going to talk to me that way you know don't you shove it down my throat put a little whipped cream yeah, with a cherry on top yeah. like this is not you know and polish the turd a little andy bit andy herman's a little bit better at it he's i overall very much enjoy it andy he's he very informed he knows what he's talking about but sometimes it's more of this clickbaity stuff but you can you know i i like hearing that from other people but from peter it's like god come on man. it's you know and we just talked about it more than we should have there but it's like okay i know i don't know the ins and outs the x's and o's of the scheme but i can look at a third and long and see all the guys at the line of scrimmage and say i or you know the first down line i should yep. say and point and say i don't like this or the
0: third and two yeah where they're 12 yards off the ball it's like
1: i don't like this the seeing preston smith covering someone you know Oh, wide, out, yeah. Out wide.
0: I don't like this. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the most casual fan can look at that and be like, that's I don't like bad. this. Yeah. That's bad. And, like, <laughs> so that person is not entitled to say that's bad then?
1: <sighs> yeah. And it, it is weird because it's what we've talked about too. It's this defense is fine until it isn't fine. You, you look at overall for the season. So the Packers are 20th in points per game, allowing 26.7, which is a little less, you know, a little worse than average. And our rushing defense, too, rushing yards per game, we're 15th in the league, which a lot of it is because, especially early on, getting ahead to such an early lead yep, in these yep, games. Yep. But, my God, it's like it isn't a problem until it's the only problem, which I've said before. And, here, you know, here's a fun little stat. This is from uh, Packers Realm, apparently. In the past year, the Packers have allowed 200, yard total, 200 total yards and four touchdowns to Raheem Mostert. And Delvin Cook, ah. the rest of the NFL has allowed one of these games <laughs> since 2015. And that was Derrick Henry. So
0: yeah, like I like I already said, like a silver lining here is that this game was the 2019 NFC Championship. Yeah. So now hopefully it's like, okay, like it happened again, guys. <laughs> and Come on. It, we're very susceptible for it happening again. So let's maybe do something about it. But yeah, I, it's, it, it, it's very worrisome that the formula is so clear cut and with especially with Kyle Shanahan um, on deck and his you know complex and very unique running schemes could get very scary. Out here. Even
1: in 2018, it was it was a scary game against Nick Mullins in Lambeau. You know, Mike McCarthy was still the head coach, but we ended up eking out that game. But yep. we really shouldn't because Shanahan knows how to drop an offense when we don't seem to know how to drop a defense. Mm-hmm. Here's a nice little tidbit here from Ben Fennell. Packers defense currently using press coverage on 53.8% of third down snaps. 31st in the NFL. (laughs) Throws this in there, too. On third down yards per attempt, press coverage overall in the league, 5.69 is allowed per play. Uh, No press coverage, 8.43. So that's kind of what we're getting at. Not exactly scheme, but it's... With
0: one of the best cornerbacks in the association. Yeah,
1: and something that has been talked about so much. I know Rodgers has talked about it. LaFleur has talked about it. And Mike Petton has talked about It's it complimentary football. And it's pretty much how Petton runs this team. I mean, shoot, two weeks ago, we had the whole Fire Petton episode. This is essentially the same thing. <laughs> but it's like, my God, I don't know. So complimentary football, apparently for him, is sitting back, you know, let them run the ball, and we'll try to stop the chip, big plays. Chip, for, chip, for the most chip. part, we do stop the big plays, which had been a problem in the past under Dom Capers. Sure. Fine. But it's complimentary football relying solely on Aaron Rodgers on the offense, putting up 30 points a week, you know, and that's what it's been, which is stupid, because if that's what your complimentary football is, why do it's you not. need? Why do you need a, a defense yeah. coordinator? You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. And it hurts even more when you look back at why Mike Petton is Mike Patton is the defense that he brought to the New York Jets back in the day. Kyle, do you remember who the quarterback was for the Jets back when Mike Pettin was in his prime and a great defensive coordinator? Mark
0: Sanchez. Mark
1: Sanchez. What the fuck kind of complimentary football? <laughs> are, if if you're going to preach that, when your defense was at his best with Mark Sanchez and you, had, you knew going into the game, you had to have an actual scheme an actual defense you could not allow more than i don't know what 25 20 points a game if you wanted to win it because you had fucking mark sanchez as your quarterback <laughs> can we can, can we just like hypnotize mike petten and make him think that aaron Rodgers is mark sanchez so he could come up with something more creative wow. to stop this fucking bleeding that seems to occur every single wow week? i do not understand it i am mad my face is probably red I am sick. I am sick of my. Bravo,
0: Spence. I have never been prouder to be a host on this podcast. (sighs) You just went off king i don't i don't get wow. it is that,
1: is that enough explaining is that enough is that enough for you peter oh. Bukowski? i mean i mean it is as broad as possible it's it's no x's and o's but my god just come on do something i'm so sad it's the same song and dance and for 15 years now i keep saying this for 15 years this is the same this team is the same team that won the super bowl it's the same team that has lost like in the first round of the playoffs it's we try to make the playoffs, but if we go up against any type of offense and they destroy
0: us, I mean, that, that's just what happens. Rogers has to play superhuman. Exactly. In the games where Rodgers isn't a superhuman, we lose. Pumped. <sighs> yeah. It's That's the formula. Rogers needs to be super, superhuman, and that's our best chance.
1: That's it. And I just, we said it last year after <sighs> the Niners game, the NFC Championship game, it's like we know what the outcome of the season is going to be unless we make some type of change. And it seems like that's not going to happen, but... Who knows? But maybe something more fun. Hey, next up is Kyle an idiot.
0: I'm not an idiot. Okay. You sure? Yes.
1: All right. Returning once again for this week because we have it every week. Is Kyle an idiot? Kyle, you're having a phenomenal season. Phenomenal. You you have proven that you are not an idiot thus far. You Mm were 19, 13, and 1. Kyle, are you ready for your questions? yes all right Jay Sternberger on Sunday had 46 yards. did he have more yards on Sunday than he's had the rest of his
0: career uh, God yeah that might have been a career high I'm um, well the way you answered, did he total have total
1: career yards you know everything before did he have more yards before Sunday or? Just how many yards he had on Sunday.
0: Yeah. Sunday was a career high in yards for him.
1: So, okay. On Sunday, he had 46 yards. The rest of his career,
0: Jace has had 39 yards. So <laughs> oh my
1: So, he had more yards on Sunday than he had, you know, the rest of his career wow. thus far. Wow, 30.
0: Wow. All right. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he was out for the first half of last year. Pretty much, yeah. But then... Well, he yeah. blocked a lot towards, the, towards yeah. the end. It was weird how he was wasn't his, like, thing. Yeah. 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 I guess we'll see that. Okay. One and zero so far. Very good,
1: Kyle. Here's your next question. Hey, <laughs> I wrote this last night. Now it's even more sad. Maybe we'll just get oh, into no. it here too. Who was the last player the Packers traded? And I'm saying traded away because obviously we don't trade four oh, players. Shit.
0: Um, traded away.
1: It was not uh, in the season, or it might have been kind of at the beginning of the year.
0: Uh, it was September or earlier. I. I'm going to say Demarius Randall. Oh no. No, that's a, that's an okay guess.
1: Damn it. It was yeah, you're not gonna like this. It was Trevor Davis last oh, year. yeah, it was to the Raiders. Yeah, because... and Damn I could it. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was Trevor Davis because we traded him and Gil I almost said Gilbert Brown, uh, Reggie Gilbert around the same time. Yeah, we got a couple draft Titans picks, which turned into John Runyon Damn. and Jason Stippenak, I think. But yes. Sorry. So Kyle. Randall
0: was before Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like a full year before. But yeah, yeah, it
1: it makes sense. That was like an off. That was more of a trade instead of like a training camp cut down type thing. Okay. One and one for the week. Yeah. You voice cracked a little bit there, but that's okay. Puberty. Looking forward. Okay. The second to last time the Niners embarrassed us in the playoffs was in 2012 against Colin Kaepernick. How did the following season end for the Green Bay Packers? They
0: lost to Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) When? In Lambeau,
1: yeah, in the playoffs, very good, Kyle. 23-20. Yep. Wow. That was probably too easy, but very good. Two and one for the week. Yeah, in that, like
0: one of the coldest games.
1: Yeah, that's yeah an overlooked cold game. Uh, that was the game after <sighs> the Bears, uh, the fourth and sixth. That's right. Fourth and eight. Yep. Fourth. Geez. Wow. I can't believe I said fourth and six it was fourth and eight. I I think I was merging fourth and twenty six and fourth and <laughs> eight <laughs> yeah, oh together my there. God. Yeah. It's, yeah. A fun play so and a cool. not so fun play. But yeah, All it's right. still with that game a little. I still think a little overlooked aspect of that game is the John Kuhn Lambo Leap. Mm. He scored in the fourth quarter to go up, runs for the Lambo Leap. And I think everyone's seen that gif. He stumbles and doesn't get up. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> patting like, him when he's like standing on the ground. And like the... when you're getting out of a pool, like pulling yourself <laughs> yes. up. <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Very. Yeah. And after that, I think I think that kind of cursed the Packers. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Okay.
0: Two and one though. Two I am mean, one like, consistently. Two and one. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's kind of bad for the brand. But Kyle, All right. what is my stuff spending, spending question? This is.
0: I think you'll like this one. I hope it's pretty pretty easy. Should should be should have no issue with this one. And I think you'll know why you'll like this one. But who <laughs> is the last? I hope it's Justin Peral. Who is the last play, Who is the last quarterback not named Jimmy Garoppolo to start against? The Green Bay Packers.
1: In the playoffs? No. What last
0: 49ers quarterback. Oh, okay. Not named Jimmy Garoppolo to start against the Yeah, Packers. it was it was Nick Bullins, wasn't it? No. Uh, the guy who looks like you.
1: It was CJ? Yeah. Are you sure?
0: That was the Monday night game it was cj he was the starter for that game yeah, yeah.
1: damn it yeah you're right yeah and he, he kind of looks like you. i know it's 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 funny because one i always say and people have said i look like nick Foles. i look very similar to mm, nick Foles. that's a good one too but yeah even i it, it's hilarious i remember it was during pond hockey a couple of years ago uh someone's friend who went to iowa actually and i didn't know where she was drunk she kept calling me cj She's like, yeah, you look like my friend CJ. Yeah. I was like, who? CJ. You know, CJ Butler, the quarterback for for <laughs> Iowa. Guys. And I Googled it. I'm like, oh, you're right. And sure enough, it <laughs> keeps following me somehow, a freaking Iowa quarterback. Damn. Yeah, I look just like him too.
0: I thought for sure you were going to get that one no problem. Well, I guess I forgot because that. Was, I
1: think the next week after that is when Mullen started playing. And yeah, that's right. I, I got stuck in my yeah, own head. There, it, yeah,
0: it was that 33-30, kind of squeaked it out against a... Terrible Niners team. Yeah, see, so that, Mike, that's so Mike, it. and that's what 2018 sucked because like that game
1: was a win, but just thinking about that game, I get like that, ugh, yeah. like running down my spine because it just sucked watching because we were losing the entire. Hey, game.
0: EQ made a great play in that game, at least. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Maybe we'll see more of that going forward. But <laughs> moving forward to
1: the predictions of the next week. Okay, we're going to. I think it would be remiss if we did not talk about this. But oh yeah. A very fun game once again, or a very fun day, election day, but more importantly, trade deadline day. Kyle, overall, what are your thoughts? I kind of talked about it early on, know, how I've had dumb weird. Packer,
0: I've had dumb Packer mind since the loss, but how are you? It's weird, like, I, 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 I really appreciate and admire the Packers' ability to always be looking ahead, but always stay competitive and a legit contender Mm -hmm. um but man i don't know i just kind of hit hit a breaking point today as soon as three o'clock hit i just like excuse my language what the fuck are we doing like you look across the league the saints get kwan alexander for pennies the another team i can't remember where desmond king goes they get him for pennies uh and then Avery Williamson Titans he went to the Titans. Avery Williamson went to another NFC, the Seahawks for pennies. Yeah. All those legit defensive pieces for for fifth and sixth round picks for fucking nothing. And it's just like w- what is going on in in these conversations and obviously the big the big, you know, traction here was Will Fuller and you know, I I I wouldn't have loved if they would have gave up a second. That probably would have been too much. Yeah. But to not, you know, like John Ross even in Cincinnati or AJ Green or just something to yeah. where it looks like you're you're putting in a concerted effort. I just I, I can't like at some point you need to go all in. Rodgers is 36 years old. He's not getting younger and he's not getting cheaper. It's something's got to give, man. Yeah,
1: and you, you touch on the cheapness there too. It it's kind of like the perfect storm this year too, where one we really really need someone to help, either if it's on you know the defensive A piece line somewhere or on offense. But on top of it, it's you know we're kind of cap strapped right now, and on top of that with COVID going on, we don't know what the salary cap's going to be like next year. But yeah, I agree with you. If if Fuller if they now and that's the thing, if Houston was strict on the second round pick thing, fine, okay, I understand it. But God, I wish. I wish there were other moves, just something, just something. And it's it, I, once again, I hate it because it's dumb fans speak it words. is. Just do something it so is. I feel better. But it's like, I don't understand where it's like as soon as the draft or as soon as week one kickoff happens, move, big moves aren't going to happen. Draft day, it's like, oh, you want a fourth round pick for us to move up to take Jordan Love, who we don't really need? Fine. Mm-hmm. But once it's, oct- you know, November, I guess. All of a sudden we have to clutch onto draft this picks, fourth draft round. picks. And I I get it. And yeah, Fuller probably would have, you know, five million, we would have we couldn't add anyone else after that this year if we if we did make that trade for Will Fuller. But at the same time, it's like with the comp compensation, if we sign Will Fuller and he does somehow stay healthy all year, whoever he signs with next year, we're going to get a fourth or third round pick exactly. for him. It sucks. And we go back and forth. Because last year we kind of had this discussion too where we pitched about well. I was completely fine without uh, trading for Ross or um, Sanu, which is hilarious to look yeah. back at now and uh, Sanders yep. for the Niners. But my God, it's like once again, and I've said it so many times this episode, it's like the last 15 years we, we know we're the whole plan is to make the playoffs. And beyond that, who knows? But it's like, can we just do something a little bit more? To where it
0: shows everyone involved in the organization that you're making and especially twelve, that you're making an effort to make moves to make your team better. Because this team is really good, but they are missing something. And I am self-appointed first team all water carrier for the Green Bay Packers. I talked myself into Jordan Love in five minutes. Right. And started defending them in five minutes. But I, I at three o'clock today, I just hit a point where it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, it's make a splash. Do something like like Goody. Let's be honest. Your draft picks have not been stellar so far. He... Who? Why do you like? Why not give up some of those dart throws that you're not really hitting the board with to get a proven player? I,
1: exactly. One hundred percent. It's tough. But yeah, it's like you got Jair Alexander stud and you got. J.K. Scott, (laughs) you know, it's, you know, there's some good pieces and obviously we don't want to, you know, abandon some of these guys, but it's like Josh Jackson hasn't turned out very well. Rashawn Gary, you know, it's still out there. Savage, who we've talked about now, it's like. You got all these question marks, and it's like it would be nice to have these. Like we keep saying, like these solid, mistake-free players. I don't care what it is, but I mean, sh- even if if they traded for Kenny Stills, I would have been fine. I would have been ecstatic mm-hmm. if we just traded something for something because a it's, proven
0: guy who has produced in this league. Because it it isn't even
1: it isn't even having a superstar. It's swapping out a bad part for, for a better one for a part. You know, because <laughs> yeah. that's literally what we did at the tight end position. You know, our offense is so much better this year just because we don't have Jimmy Graham, just because we don't have Geronimo Allison, be it. It hasn't been picked up so much from Geronimo, but I don't know. I'm starting to have my doubts about Goody, which I never say, and which is why I got the dumb dumb Packer brain. I got the dumb Packer brain. But like you look
0: at these two losses and it's like there is something very obviously clearly missing. Again, this team is really good and they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to be in contention to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. But the downfall of this team is not going to be surprising, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's it sucks too. And it's we'll, gonna be
0: heartbreaking, but it's not gonna be
1: surprising. <laughs> yeah, it's and we'll we'll finish on this as far as talking about um sadness. You know, for the draft and everything, we had very little that we could actually doubt Goody with. His free agent moves have been overall good enough. His draft his draft moves have been okay even after the draft. You know, we have Jair and some other okay pieces. You're casting this doubt with the fans, which, whatever. We we don't know anything. Right. Around the league, with Rodgers, obviously. Mm -hmm. And this doubt is creeping up before he's going to have to make the most important decision. Aside from taking Jordan Love, it's moving on from Aaron Rodgers. And when is that going to happen? Because with Ted Thompson, sure. You know, it happened right away where people were pissed. But eventually, you know, it was a couple years down the line and they were pissed when we went with Rodgers.
0: But at least... Farve did him a favor, making it a little easier where he was flip-flopping, yep. in and out, retirement, whatever.
1: And we made it to the NFC Championship game as well. So it was still a very good team. But now it's like this doubt is creeping up so much sooner than I was expecting when he's going to have to make that kind of decision. And that's what scares the absolute shit out of me. Imagine if we move on from Aaron Rodgers flip- this offseason and everything falls oh apart. Oh, my
0: God. I mean, there's no way they do it this offseason. There's, there's no time. way. Matt Schneidman loves saying that this could be the last year but, of Aaron Rodgers. Oof. But, I mean, and that's like uh, as opposed to what Favre, the decision with Favre, Rodgers has made it abundantly clear no, over and over and over. He has no interest in, stop, in stopping, stop playing football anytime yeah. soon. Nope. So yeah, it's tough, and you know when when the go- the inevitable Goody press conference. I don't know when it is if it's today or tomorrow or whatever. Oh,
1: he's not talking until the combine, dude. He oh, doesn't. really? Yeah, that's that's didn't how it they, works he talk the
0: deadline last year? I'm pretty sure. Mm, either I, way, if I he does, so. you know what we're gonna hear. I really like the guys we got in our locker room. Yeah, over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, he's been using that line for the for MBS and EQ for three years. But moving on, you know, we talked about Aaron Rodgers a little bit there. We drafted him. A team that he wishes he got drafted by I don't know if you've ever heard this story. whoa whoa whoa
0: yeah I think oh yeah I guess at the time he
1: was he was a 49ers fan and the (laughs) Niners overlooked him and guess what this week he's gonna be pissed off and he's gonna show them oh my god he's still like how many years are we gonna run with that story (laughs) sorry I'm so fucking negative okay so we play the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night football only a couple days away uh, I believe we are favored by two and a half or three points, which is kind of weird. But at the same time, the Niners are even more banged up than we are. Kyle Shanahan <laughs> announced today and yesterday that Tevin Coleman will be out along with Jimmy G and George Kittle. Also, uh, yeah, Coleman's out and I believe the kryptonite of us... Um, Mostert is still, on IR. is still on IR, so we yeah. don't have to worry about that. Yeah, the best
0: player in football, or one of the best players in football, George Kittle, is a huge, massive blow to the 49ers and two of my fantasy football teams. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the, we're we're playing a C squad, and yet I I I have this very shaken confidence that uh, – well, zero, I have shaken confidence in the Packers – and but I have zero confidence in their defense to stop the run of yeah. Kyle Shanahan.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know. I guess his bright spot, you know, they're losing weapons. Hey, they cut Dante Pettis. Maybe we'll pick him up,
0: please. But There's something.
1: Yeah, because they have what Brandon Ayuk. Uh,
0: they've got... Debo's not going to play. I think. Did you already mention that? I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He's a really good football player as well. And yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to play. So again, a C squad.
1: Yeah, ac Squad, they've still shown up pretty well this year. I mean, Shanahan's the one coach more than any other in the league. Belichick, he's you know kind of taking some punches this year, but Shanahan, he's the one guy who I feel like you know you hand him any roster and he can put a competent offense together. A team
0: that's going to fight and be competitive. And
1: I feel like that's what we're going to see on Thursday. I don't know. I guess and Jimmy
0: G might not be it. Like I don't. Think I, I, I I I wasn't watching the night the Niners Seahawks too intently this past Sunday, but. It looked like as soon as Jimmy G went down, Mullins, you know, was was a much better spark and was not much a drop off, if anything, the the opposite.
1: Yeah, the no mistake guy. That's what you. do yeah. Once again, just don't make mistakes, and Jimmy G does that at times when he actually has to throw. But yeah, I don't know. Their defense is probably fine. I know they've been ravaged by I think, injuries too. Yeah, no too.
0: Sherman still. Uh, Ricky's Bosa still Bosa's dead. Bosa's ACL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ACL. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know. It's... I'm not even like excited for this game as much as I thought I would yeah, be. Seriously, it's so like
0: Petton has just like rattled me to my core to where I mean we've said it yep. a thousand times this episode, like sad the, the, the downfall of this team is is so obvious and it's gonna be pain. The re- <laughs> the reason that this team loses in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I'll you know, we're not going to deep dive there, I guess. It's looking like Aaron Jones will shoot. I guess we do have to talk about this. Now, so many things have happened in the last few days with the Packers. So, Jamal Williams is officially out. Yeah. Kamal Martin is officially out. And A.J. Dillon oh, is officially out because God. of COVID. A.J. Dillon tested positive on Sunday. We're not going to get into all that. How how in the hell does he play when he's positive? And he was in close contact with other two guys. So, none of them are playing. I don't know. Hopefully, Alan Lazard is back. I'm still holding out hope that Aaron Jones is going to play, which would be a huge relief, I think. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that, Irvin
0: is going to be the only Ir- Irvin. Back. Irvin and
1: Dexter Williams probably oh, who yeah. I was who Dear I said boy. might get cut. You know, two weeks ago, <laughs> it's it sucks because you can't pick anyone up because of the COVID restrictions now too. So it's like, okay, Dexter. I guess you're RB1. So not only
0: do we have a Kyle Shanahan running game to go against, but our second line of defense is going to include Ty Summers.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (sighs) Well, hey, maybe Krixie's back, too. We'll just have to see. Ooh, That's right. But I will start off the prediction sticking along with the tone of the episode. How, you know, obviously bubbly, flowery, happy we are. Uh, This is
0: one of our worst episodes ever, I think.
1: It's negative. It's it's in depth. Hey, we had I had the we're nice always, little. We're always
0: like I always try to bring the the chipperness and <laughs> and, and you know be happy go lucky. But man, I am rattled this it's, week.
1: And I I've said it way too many times now. I'll put another dollar in the redundant jar for. I mean, <laughs> how many times we're repeating ourselves? But the dumb Packer fan brain has taken over to the point where as much as we've bitched this episode and we've had this negative mindset all week, we are 5-2. We are a 5-2 football team. We've talked about it before. We are so damn blessed to be fans of the Green Bay Packers. Like, think of it. Right now, this is the worst you've felt about your favorite football team over the last two years, and we are 5-2. Imagine what it's going to be like if Aaron Rodgers ever retires or we move on from him. Because we are so damn spoiled, so at least... Let's try to keep that in mind.
0: Perspective. I like that. Thank but you, Spence.
1: Keeping it positive, you know, moving forward, my my prediction for the game, you know, we're going to San Francisco. So, I'm picking the Packers to lose 27 to 34 against what? the 49ers. And I'll 34? Tell you, and Kyle, I'm saying this and I am this is this is my heart. I am ripping it out and showing it to everyone. I hope we lose this game i hope we get shit on i hope the offense plays well but we get shit on and i hope we get rid of mike pettin because if we do not get rid of mike pettin before the playoffs this team is not winning a super bowl unless aaron Rodgers goes back to 2010 you know he goes back in time and he turns into superman because that is the only way this team the defense will show (sighs) up fine in spurts but as soon as they actually have to play football they're not going to play football and I hope it happens this week, so we can just rip the bandaid off. I don't care if it's jo- if it's Jerry Gray. I don't care if it's Mike Smith as the defensive coordinator. I am just sick of it, and I want to have hope. And there is no hope with Mike Petton. Kyle, what are your predictions for the game?
0: Wow, <laughs> another impassioned speech. Yeah. I, uh, wow, I I can't I, I I'll I don't think I'll ever find it in within <laughs> me to like actively hope they lose but I I see where you're coming from and yeah I totally agree that you know Petten's gonna be the downfall and I I, even if they get smacked I I would be shocked floored if they let go of Petten I know but yeah I'm I'm, and I'm still not gonna pick him to lose I'm gonna go 31 21 good guys okay Green Bay Packers are, are going to win the football game. We're going to come back next week and be all chipper and <laughs> yeah. yay, we're good again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, what, what is it?
0: Adam Sandler, hey, we don't suck, whatever. <laughs> oh, no, it's Rob Shannon. Oh, no, we <laughs> suck again.
1: Yeah, there you go. Okay, so the opposite. Maybe that will happen. I <laughs> hope. I hope that yeah. happens, I guess. All right, well, bold prediction. As much as I just shit all over the defense, and I kind of talked bad about this guy earlier, Why not? Josh Jackson, show us why you were taken in the second round. I think Josh Jackson causes a turnover this week. Ooh, You know, he was supposed to be a ball hawk playmaker coming out of the draft. I liked him more than Jair Alexander in that draft class. Come on, Josh. Let's see it. You're probably going to have to play a bit more. Let's see it.
0: All right. I will go offensive side of the ball. then, Ah. And I think I'm just going to take a page out of your bold playbook. And, uh, I think it's finally time to unleash the freak, the freak Malik. Oh, wow. Let's go. Snip, snap, snip. Let's go 75 receiving yards. That's not
1: bold enough. Yeah, that's bold enough. I was just going to (laughs) say, you said 50 last week. Sometimes it's like it takes an extra half second to be like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) He's not that dumb. Like you saying that to me. You're good at
0: deadpan. What can I say?
1: Okay, well, wow, what a fun episode for everyone. Hey, how we finish every episode? If you could please leave a five-star review, leave a rating, subscribe, unsubscribe, then resubscribe, get those numbers up, share it wherever you want, tell some friends, tell some family, tell some enemies, tell some villains, I don't care, tell
0: anyone. Just make sure they five-star it. Like, if they're Vikings fans, you know, maybe don't tell them, but if you do make sure they five-star it hell yeah yeah god we, it's bad we
1: haven't even really talked about the vikings too much we talked so much shit last week yeah it's like I we were really from talking got, shit about the vikings I learned to a talking shit about too. our team
0: i learned a lesson i got i always get humbled when i when i turn into arrogant packers fan <laughs> yeah. like i like I I, I'm, I'm confident and i love our guys and i think you know we're gonna win the super bowl every year but when i get arrogant and start like you know, talking shit a little too much, I get humbled and that the, was a valuable lesson last week. It's
1: the football gods because we feel good and I yep. feel like it's entertaining when it happens, but then the football gods just, you know, squat. So I just I just got, all over us. Gotta go
0: back to just, you know, liking our guys and kind of talking a modest amount of shit instead of, you know, crossing crossing the line to where I'm annoying and yeah. I, I crossed that line last week. Yeah. It's Big of me to admit.
1: Wow, yeah, you're a great person, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, yeah, once once again, this is an independent podcast, so sure, you know, leave a rating whatever you can do to help. We are cool guys. Hey, and guess what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm conv- that's not persuasive. True, yeah. We're no, cool guys. Right. Yeah, once again, we both have sunglasses on and we're both smoking cigarettes, <laughs> drinking a beer. We're very cool. But we have a new review this week. This is from Kiwi Wax. Kiwi Wax, whatever. Okay. All right. Five stars. Just call him Kiwi. Favorite Packer podcast, PMP hey. podcast, is my favorite Packers pod by far! Exclamation point! Kyle and Spence really know their stuff and do an amazing job reviewing the previous game and previewing the one coming up. And eh, not so much this week. All while being <laughs> lighthearted, yes, and fun. Very fun this Hell week. Oh yes! They make me feel like we're all just sitting around drinking a beer and talking about sports boom
0: boom that's the f-ing vibe we're trying to give off baby. yeah
1: at first we didn't think that was going to be the vibe but now that is the vibe that's absolutely we are the, the poor man's packers podcast we are not new york whatever just nfl guys who have the number one packers you're podcast, gonna spit like, a bunch
0: of numbers at you yeah
1: yeah putting out stupid tweets yeah <laughs> but yeah with that kyle what a fun episode for everyone <sighs> i don't have i probably do have some, yeah, we something could else to talk hours. about but I mean w- this is already our longest episode I have nothing else Kyle do you
0: have anything else to talk about no so
1: probably good well Pearl Jam had a little re-release of their uh, Unplugged so Pearl Jam please don't sue us the
0: pack though. <laughs>